Welcome to Podcastration. Welcome back to Podcastration, I should say. Um, <laughs> you should see the rabbits running in my yard. <clears throat> I'm sitting out here recording by myself on my porch out in the awesome summer weather here in western Pennsylvania. And I got, there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, and five rabbits hopping around. There's a squirrel just kind of running amok over in a corner of the yard and way off in the distance there's three hawks circling looking for shit in a the field these fucking birds they they never fly over my house or my yard and if they would do it just one time they would feast there's so many freaking critters running around and nothing ever gets at them I don't have a garden so they don't bother me but I don't know I would think the owls and the foxes and the hawks, whatever, coyotes would be getting at these things. <laughs> oh, well, they're lost. Um, okay, first things first here. Uh, if you're listening to this, this is not, I repeat, this is not the first episode that's going to be on our second season of podcastration here. Uh, this is just kind of a stupid bonus thing, to, I guess, to whet the appetite, so to speak. I just want to get, you know, it's been a few months and I'm trying, you know, get people up to speed here. So we're going to have a, I guess you call it a season two, whatever. We just, we can't record shit every day or every week. Uh. So yeah, season two, if you're listening to this, then by next weekend, you should start getting more of our awesome episodes from the greatest podcast on fucking earth. Podcastration. Ah, yeah. So I know it's been a few months since our last episode, and you're not gonna have to wait too long for new shows to make their return. Uh yeah. So obviously it's just me right now, and you're probably asking yourself, "Where's Paul?" or "Where's a uh, some other drunken guest?" And I mean, if you're wondering that. Then let me reiterate, this is not an official episode. Get that info, spread it on a sharp knife, and stab it into your worthless frickin' skulls, you mangy piece of shit! <laughs> I'm just kidding, but uh, I did warn you. Um, so anyway, so, well, you know, I'm sure you're wondering, what's the wait, f- you know, why the wait for the, for new shit? Well, it's a few things, really. Uh, Number one, unlike your favorite celebrity podcasters, you know, Joe Rogan or, you know, Spittin' Chicklets, the hockey guy, anyone with, you know, all the celebrity ones, um, me, unlike them, me and Paul, we both work full-time jobs. And number two, we live about a half hour away from each other, so we can't just meet up you know, the flick of a switch and snap of a finger and record. You know, we both work throughout the week. Uh, number three reason um, to add on to that is Paul got a new job working at a jail. And he has new odd scheduling. So now 
he works a lot of day, you know, weekend days, uh, which is when we did most of our recording last season. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of fitting it in when we can. And that's what she said. Uh, reason number four is eat my fucking boogers. <laughs> just kidding. But uh, I am counting that as reason number four. And number the fifth reason is it's, you know, obviously this COVID bullshit has for a while kept us housebound for long stretches. We can't go anywhere. You know, so it's hard for us to come up with shit to even talk about. We don't have any experiences. You know, we don't interview guests. So we have to kind of, it's tough to keep this shit as boring, <laughs> as boring as we keep it. You know, even as boring as our show is, we try to have some, keep the conversation flowing. But when there's just nothing around, we can't go out and do anything. But, you know, it's tough. But, hey, we're winging it. We're, you know, pushing ahead just like I guess everyone else is trying to do. And, yeah, uh, it sucks. We all had concerts and vacations that got canceled just like all of you. So suck it up. We'll try to entertain you for 40 odd minutes when we can, but it's tough. But, you know, but we're back in your worthless lives again soon for a little while, at least, at least for a few months. And I mean, I could keep rambling on about that shit. And, well, I will. I will again here in a little bit because isn't that what hosts do on podcasts? Just kind of ramble aimlessly. But, but for right now, I'm going to. I'm going to play some unused audio shit from last season of me reading creepy Craigslist hookup ads because they're, you know, Craigslist hookup ads are usually pretty gross and gross is always entertaining. So, yeah, uh, here's that. Listen to this to, to fuck it. Just just do it. I said so. I don't need a, you don't need a reason. I don't need a reason to tell you what to do. You just fucking listen to me talk, and you enjoy it, and that's it. If you can't enjoy that, then you suck. Your face looks like moldy cabbage. So here's this bullcrap, and enjoy it. All right. So uh, this story, or this uh, Craigslist ad thing, is titled, You Sent a Moped Ghost Riding Into a Fuel Truck due to your anxiety and it was supposedly written by some broad in squirrel hill which if you're from pittsburgh area you'll know where that is and if not you probably suck so uh and i'll both like i said both of these were written by chicks so i'm gonna read it i'm gonna try to do it as a girl's voice and then for the guy speaking i'm just gonna talk you know like normal like a guy or like the studly man that i am so all right so here it goes It was a beautiful day out in Pittsburgh. The sun was out, and men were outside again wearing oversized blue jeans with black belts and brown shoes. Our conversation started because you asked about my Jeep. They are great vehicles. Just keep an eye out for rust and change the oil frequently. You said, I am not sure I know what to look for. Would you be interested in showing me sometime? I responded. My thinking was that you'd come over and examine my Jeep, then I would ask if you want some lemonade, and you'd say yes before we head to my kitchen. In the kitchen, 
I would pour us both a glass and excuse myself to use the restroom. Following a minute or so, I would walk out naked, bang the shit out of you as you sat in one of the chairs at my kitchen table, and then make it really weird afterwards and send you home, ignoring all of your texts and calls. Sounds like, okay, I should respond to this. Hell, I'd love to. Just let me know. You began to say before a large fuel truck honked at you from behind, startling both of us. Hey, buddy. Move the Jeep. I need to park there. The driver yelled out. Apparently, he was there to deliver more gas. Well, I'm not done pumping yet. You replied. That's okay. I gotta go drop a deuce. I'll pull up after I come back in 20 minutes. Probably takes your Jeep that long to move that far anyways. <laughs> right? He parked his truck in the back of the lot and proceeded to enter inside the little gas station store, and by the looks of it, he went to use their toilet in the back area. I oriented myself back towards our conversation and discovered you were very frazzled. That motherfucker! You said. How rude was he to honk like that? Oh, forget him. Tell me more about what else I should keep my eye on. I tried to direct you. No, 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 hold up. I'm not okay with this. He insulted my Jeep, and he rudely interrupted us. And that's not allowed where I come from. Then you walked over to a moped that was unattended and started it up as an Asian man walked up to you and confronted you politely. Hey, that's my bike! You'll get off now! He prompted you. Relax, amigo. Insurance will take care of this. Saying this with a smile... You hit the throttle and went full speed towards the fuel truck and jumped off around 20 feet before the bike would ghost ride and make contact with it. Your body rolled on the ground as you ended up propped up on your side to watch the giant fireball. Though I disagreed with some of your values, like taking that man's moped for example, I am fatally attracted to chaos and disorder, and the idea of a giant fireball going off right there and then made me extremely horny. Before the bike would hit the fuel truck, I put on sunglasses and held on to my Jeep as I began to pre-climax due to the rising tension. Well, this is it. You said nonchalantly. But the bike would just hit the fuel truck's tire and fall over on its side. Oh, come on. Moreover, the owner of the bike ran over and jumped on it and sped off not caring to make an issue out of what you just attempted to do. When the driver of the truck walked out and saw you on the ground, he made a comment, for he had no idea what you just tried to do. What you lying down for? Trying to get a tan? <laughs> After hearing him make a joke, you bolted to your jeep and left without even saying goodbye. Personally, I was disappointed that there was no large explosion or fireball. It was a huge letdown for me. So I went and banged the fuel truck guy after he delivered his gas, but he barely even lasted 35 minutes, so he was a disappointment too. I can't win with men. I give up. I'm always let down, and the minute I meet a nice guy, they are afraid to pull it out until like six or seven dates. Who has that kind of time? Nobody. Or I meet a guy who respects me enough as a woman to pull out on a first date, but they are barely clearing 70 grand a year. Whatever. I am done. But 
I did think you were nice, and I wish you didn't just leave like you did. You should have at least gave me your number. Okay. So, yeah, that's that story. Yeah, it ain't the best, most entertaining thing in the world, but you know what? Fuck it. You got nothing better to do, so just stay where you're at and listen to more of this shit. <laughs> All right. Wasn't that story just so damn funny? <sighs> I know, it sucked. That's why it wasn't put on the first season we did, but, uh, you know, I did the work to find it, set all my gear up, and record me reading it, so I kept it in the vaults just for a desperate time, and I would consider today, in this era of, uh, COVID lockdown, a desperate time. I mean, right? At least only in America are these times desperate, because if you think this sucks, you should go do some traveling. And not to a fucking vacation, res- you know, resort, but go to some real places. Or better yet, maybe while you're cooped up at home, you could uh, read a fucking book. Like any history book from any time, from any time before 1970. You know, life ain't t- too bad compared to that shit. So, hell, and I, now I have a projector TV in my basement and I got one on my porch. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. So, you should do that. I recommend it. Um, I grew two waist sizes since last fall. So, the bellies, ooh, I'm getting rather pregnant around the hips, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it sucks, but at least we live in the greatest country to have sucky times in. At least, at least in my house. At least in my life, I'm getting pretty used to this, being stuck stuck in the house. I think these hermits might have the right idea. Because I didn't, I was, I don't, you know, I'm not exactly a people person, but I'm not, anti, I wasn't anti-people, per, you know, per se, but being away from people lets me realize how fucking peaceful and relaxing it is. But it's lazy. Uh, I'm getting used to this laziness. I'm getting used to the, uh, you know, when they're telling me I can't go out and do anything, or, you know, I, I've adapted fairly well to that. But I don't know if that's a good thing. I'd say that's a bad thing, according to my increasing belly. But uh, I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying it. So Anyway, so what's new for season number two? Hey, that kind of rhymed. What's new for season number two? Hey, uh, well, nothing really. I mean, except for I got some new microphones, which hopefully you can't tell the difference, but makes makes my editing job a whole lot easier. Cause fucking Paul, I had to get Paul a hand, or I had to get Paul a headset microphone because he can't. We have to record on the fly, so I can't have a tabletop microphone. You can't. You kind of have to have a studio for those. So I had XLR cable handheld microphones, just like you see the, you know, the old reporters on the news. You hold it up and you're talking to it. But fucking Paul can't quit fidgeting with the fucking cables. He plays with the microphone. He won't hold it to his mouth. He fucking moves it all around. He he won't look at the mic. He fucking will hold the mic at his face, but then he'll turn and look up at the ceiling and talk because he's just, he, I don't get it. He can play guitar, sing, and play harmonica at the same time. But he can't hold a microphone to his mouth and just talk into it. That's too complicated. Anyway, that's more here or there, however you say that phrase. So 
And, but I got him, so I had to pay 150 bucks, which is still pretty cheap in microphone terms, but for me, your average Joe, that's not cheap. So I got him one, then I got him a backup one because I know my dumbass would forget it somewhere. So I bought two of them, one to just keep at his house and one to keep in my equipment bag. And anyway, I was listening to him talk on it when I was editing, you know, going through the shit after record. I'm like, man, it sounds better than mine. So I ended up getting myself one too. So we'll see how it works. Um, yeah. So let's see. Oh, okay. Listen to that. Can't, can you hear anything? No. If you can't hear anything, then quit breathing like a hyena and be quiet and listen. All right. Just listen. <laughs> Hopefully, I gave you a good scare, but uh, made this microphone. But no, I uh, I do I did put a little bit of ambiance, kind of in the background of these podcasts. I don't know. Uh, it shouldn't hurt. It shouldn't hurt if if anything. But I think it'll you know it just gives it a cool little gives it some uh, you know ambient mellowness buried deep in the mix. Just a little atmosphere. To put the ladies in the mood. <laughs> to put the ladies to sleep, I mean. So that all you fella guys can sneak off and drink a couple beers while you listen to me blab on aimlessly about jack fucking shit. How depressing your life must be. <laughs> uh, but soon, Paris, my normal co-host, will be with me once the season officially starts. And also, uh, I did a few episodes last season with Brett, the crude satyr, and he'll be back. He's going to host a few more episodes with me this year, because sometimes Paul can't do it, but Brett's going to fill in, and yeah. It's not because he did such a good job or anything last season. It's pretty much just because I have no other better options. My friends are worthless blobs of matter of the fecal variety, but they provide the beer, so, you know, I do with them what I can, you know, try to, try to make this thing presentable, and, hell, that's pretty much it, uh, yeah, I got some more, remember that awesome Craigslist ad thing I told you, uh, or I read to you earlier, well, here's another one, (laughs) because... I did two of those. So, here's that. Right now. This story is titled, I want you to grab my boobs and fart with your butt, but you said no. And so this is from Greensfield. Sorry, Greenfield, PA. Uh, and it goes something like this. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to use my awesome acting skills to... Uh, I'm going to do the woman's voice again for you. So, without further ado... This is Grab My Boobs and Fart Story. After exchanging several emails and earning each other's trust, we met up for a date at a dive bar in your neighborhood, which was a cool move that showed you weren't trying to impress me. In your words, you said that you liked that I was freaky. And while I thought you were being truthful, little did I know you could only handle so much. God, I suck at talking. With your consent... I had you sit on a stool while blindfolded, pouring body oil all over us as I lit a few candles in the vicinity, 
which I had brought along with several other items. After queuing up some Enya on your sound system, I circled you and gave you some light whips with my kinky little black whip and asked if you were ready to do what I asked. Oh god yes, please. You said as I took control. This is so hot. Good. Now take both of your hands and place them on my tits, I commanded you, giving you a light little whip due to your lack of speed. I said, now! Hmm, have you been bad, Mr. Man? Are you ready to do what I say? Oh, I've been bad, and yes, I'll do anything, anything you ask. You struggled to say while holding my boobies, the sexual tension increasing. Excellent. Here is what I want. Now that my breasts are in your hands, I want you to let a fart out of your butt and squeeze them at the exact same time I hear the sound. I directed you. Uh... <laughs> what? I whipped you a bit harder after I caught you pretending not to hear my command. Ah, shit. That kinda... I said fart right now and squeeze my tits as if they were a bike horn. Do it now! What's the matter? You don't speak English? You seemed confused and tried to change the tone, but little did you know that my inner freak was out. The girl you had met earlier wouldn't return until the devil inside me had its way. Wait, uh, just to be clear here, you want me to grab your tits and fart simultaneously? Like, as if the act of squeezing your titty is making a fart sound? No! That is not what I want! That is what you are going to do! Wanting something is for girls in sororities. I'm giving you a command. Now grab my tits and fart right now, you stupid bitch. Do it. I slapped my whip on your arm and leg as some fear seemed to show in your facial expression. This caught me off guard. For starters, it's common knowledge that one of the most magical and special times in a woman's life is when her man comes up from behind and grabs one or two of her boobs while farting at the same time. Usually while she is standing up and folding clothes or reading something on the refrigerator. It's beyond special, really. It's how she knows she has met the right one. This act of fidelity alone assures the woman that she is free to express herself without any judgment. It makes her smile and remember why she is alive. An ancient Indian proverb goes, while adult males will have sex with almost anyone or anything, it is only the men who will grab and squeeze the owls while farting. The fuck is she talking about? And yet, here you were confused that I was forcing my desire upon you. You kept trying to move on to another topic. Hmm. Uh, I just farted, but it was silent. Want me to kiss them now? No, bitch! I need to hear the fart before we move on to the next item, I said, just before giving you another hefty whip to your arm. Ouch, shit, I just had to fart, but it went back up. It probably won't come back down for its departure for another 20 to 30 minutes. Maybe if we, uh, ah, what the hell? Hearing your soft explanation, I grabbed a candle and poured wax on your back and legs in order to assert authority. I warned you what would happen if you didn't listen, but you didn't listen, did you? Uh, sorry, Bart. 
You sat on the stove, quivering slightly while blindfolded, afraid to speak. I ran my hands through your hair playfully before turning around and farting directly into your face as punishment for delaying my order. Despite us being a little out of sync physically, my act of farting in your face really seemed to change everything. You took off your blindfold and stood up while shaking your head no silently for several seconds. I... I think you should go. I don't think this is working. You said with your hands on your hips. I for real am pretty certain you just gave me pink eye. Not only that, but I also have no idea why you are wearing a strap on right now either. You must have put it on while I was blindfolded. It's to approximate having a... Look, I just don't feel the connection I thought I felt earlier. I thought you were a nice girl who would let me eat her out while I wore high heels, but this... This is all just really weird. I complied and waved the white flag, grabbing my items and tossing them in my book bag. You stood and watched me get dressed and head to your door to leave. Before walking out to the door, I paused and turned to you to deliver one final message. One day, you will understand why I did what I did. It's just a shame that if and when that day comes, I might be with someone else who will realize it first. Then I grabbed my right boob, with my hand and farted one last time as we locked eyes. After I left your place, I let out a few more stinky farts in your apartment hallway because I had cinnamon rolls earlier. (laughs) And they did not smell good. So that's where we are now. If you want a second chance, then write me and make your case. Or don't. The choice is yours. Sincerely, a friend. Who needs severe counseling. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and uh, before I forget, today's uh, band I want to plug is a band called Baroness. Uh, they've been around for a few years. they got some pretty cool shit going on. They, the lead singer, guitar, frontman dude uh, does his own. He's like an artist, too, so he does all the band's album artwork. None of the albums have a, you know, a, an album title. It's, they're just the different colors. The first album they did was a reddish color. And it's not officially called that, but it's basically, you know, people say that that's the red album. Their second album was a blue tone to it, so that's the blue album. They had a, a double LP, the green album. Uh, the most recent one I know of is like a, what was it? A purple, purple album, I think it was. The artwork's really cool. It's just a cool thing. Pretty high quality stuff. Uh, they're they're good. They're they're kind of all over the map music wise. They got some pretty you know hard rock and stuff, some more proggy stuff, some folky stuff. But you know they they pack a good punch and they they deliver live. So uh, Baroness, go on Bandcamp, check them out, and you'll probably like them. And if you don't, then you probably need your kidney removed and you die a slow, horrible, painful death. So yeah, that's our band. All right, I know this wasn't the this ain't the most entertaining episode. It really ain't to be entertaining. It's just I wanted to get people, I wanted a thing to pop up on there, you know, whoever subscribed. I don't know how the shit works. I just wanted people to see this. Hey, there's a there's another podcast episode because some of you've already been listening to this for a while, but hopefully there's a lot of new people that haven't, and they'll they're bored enough. A lot of people sitting around doing nothing. The people halfway around the world might as well listen to me.
talk. Isn't that fucking great? <sighs> so anyway, you know how when you get so bored, you talk to yourself? Man, that's how I feel here. I mean, technically, I'm podcasting. I'm kind of just blabbering on my porch to entertain myself. So, you know what? Somebody with money, listen to this and buy me a fucking hovercraft. Man, I can't imagine those things ever get boring. Uh, probably a lot of maintenance, though. Yeah, and I'm too, I'm too dumb and lazy to waste time fixing shit. So you know what? I don't know, scratch that. Uh, how about somebody get me a flamethrower? <laughs> now that's my kind of fun. And hey, while I'm on the subject of maintenance, if you're listening to this, and you're one of the people who gets beagles, or any dog really, and keeps it outside all damn day, every day, so this thing can bark non-stop, while you're at work, then can you do us all a favor? First, go let your dog loose, and then go in your kitchen, get a knife, and slit your wrist, and just fucking bleed to death. I do not get why anybody buys a pet just to see it for two minutes a day when you feed and water it. If you can't keep a dog inside, then don't fucking keep one. Those chains and kennels gotta be tortured at fucking any life form. And then here in your... Your neighbor's got to hear them things cry and bark all day, and that's torture to them. And beagles don't ever tire of barking, and you know that. So only an asshole would knowingly make his neighbors put up with that bullshit. You know, so just don't fucking do it, okay? If you want a toy to only play with once a week or once a month or even once a day or whatever, then go get a kayak or go buy a Harley-Davidson bike. Something you can, when you're done with it, you can put it in a shed. But don't do that to a fucking dog. Your neighbors don't have to, shouldn't have to deal with it, and the fucking dog sure as hell shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't have to be stuck outside there, especially in the wintertime. That's bullshit. Them animals have to run around. That's how they keep warm. You can't fucking run circles in a kennel or on a leash. So, yeah, kill yourself if you're one of them people. Now, having said that, before I... Get, you know, before I hang it up here, I'm gonna do is uh, I do gotta, I am gonna do a beer review, cause that's something I try to keep up with on these shows. It's getting harder and harder. Here's another rant. I'm gonna do one more rant before this. If you, if you're listening to this and you own a brewery, can you please cool it with all the fucking sour and candy flavored beers? Man, I miss the days. You know, when I turned 21 or close enough to it. I miss the days when guys just drank beer and chicks drank the Zimas. It was much simpler. But it just, I'm sick of trying to find beer and all I see is fucking peach cobbler beers and lemon, lemon shanties and whatever. Stupid flavors. Who the fuck wants to drink peach flavored beer? Just, you know, I, I like peach stuff. I like peach pie, like pumpkin pie. I love it. I don't want it in a beer. And not many people do. Even if you do, they should, there should be a separate separate place to go to. I don't, mind, I don't mind them making them. I don't care. But they're replacing the beers. They're replacing all the good beers that we did like with those. So that's what sucks. If you want to make that shit, whatever. But don't get rid of the good stuff just to make, you know, make the fucking chicks and the, I don't know, the wussy crowd happy. It's beer. It's not supposed to be. If you want a fucking dessert, go get a dessert. Okay. I'm done ranting for now. But I do have a Butler Brewworks Hazy IPA and this thing is delicious. 
It is from Butler, PA. It's a local microbrewery, so if you don't live around me, you're probably going to be hard you know, put to find it. But it's another IPA. I'm trying to find other other beers other than IPAs, but that's pretty much what I find. I mean, there's always... There's no point in reviewing the American Lagers. There's no, I don't need to review a, a Budweiser. But uh, the craft beers, that's what I'm pretty much down to. There, there's I, tons of I, there are IPAs and then fucking cherry, cherry cobbler, whatever. I don't know. Cherry flavored beers. And yeah. Just give me a couple stouts. Give me a, give me an oatmeal stout beer. Somebody. That's what you guys should do. Get on our Facebook page, and I'll give you my address and information. You, All you fans, just send me a bunch of beer, and I'll review them for you. <laughs> is that a deal? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a fucking deal. Good deal for me. All right. That's all I got. There's no commercials or anything in this episode. Just getting this shit out there. So, uh, if you're listening to this, like I said, I'd say by next weekend, get ready to have your minds blown. Or other things blown. And that's all I got. So jump into a swimming pool and forget to breathe, please. Later. This is the outro song I for this episode. Your mom's titties look very nice. And yeah, stuff like that.